Okay, let's begin. Parshas B'Shalach, Tavshin Ayin Ches. We have some uh, very special inyanim. We always try to have some special inyanim uh, every year. But uh, we'll start off with uh, one of the most well-known lines in all of the Tzidkas HaTzadik, in all Rabbi Tzadok's uh, monumental sefer in uh, Os Kufnun Dalet. Kufnun Dalet. It's a statement that is quoted by many, but I don't think many have seen it inside. And Rav Tzadok says, in source number one, relating to a Pasuk in this week's parsha, a Pasuk that we say every single day, we will give a deeper meaning to the Pasuk, Vayaminu Bashem Moshe Avdo. A deeper meaning, says Rav Tzadok, Kishem Shed Tzarech Adam Lahaamin Bashem Yisbarach, Kach Tzarech Achar Kach Lahaamin Ba'atzmo. Just like a person has to believe in Hashem, he has to believe in himself. And what a tragedy it is not to have Either of those. Ratzalomar, Sheyesh Lashem Yisbarach Eisek Imo, that Hashem has an Eisek with him, has business with him. Vishayenu Poel Batel, Shebin Laila, he's not a worker who Hashem, you know what, I, I don't need you right now. You know, it's okay, just take a day off. Take a, uh, furlough. Take a, just, just, um, just an out. No. A person feels that way, that, that's a lack. Like an animal. The animal lives and then the animal dies and that's it. No. We have to believe that our nefesh comes from Hashem, from the Makarachayim. Hashem has such enjoyment in Oneg. When we follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon, as is described at the beginning of uh, Nefesh HaChayim in, in the first Sha'ar, where he discusses every mitzvah that we do, we can't fathom, whether it's B'maysa, B'dibor, B'machshava, everything we do has unbelievable effects in Shemayim. Says, Ditzitka Satzadik, V'zeo Pirush, V'yaminu B'Hashem, Moshe Avdo. Not only believing in Hashem, but believing in Moshe. Moshe is Kol El Kol Yisrael. Kol Shishim Ribo. El Nefashos. Heminosh Hashem Yisbarach Chafetz Bahem. Umemela Gamkein B'Moshe. Asher Hu Mamashem. Ve'yaminu B'Hashem. They believed in Hashem and therefore they believed that every Jew has a purpose. Uva Moshe Avda. They believed in themselves. They believed that they could accomplish something. Just like Moshe Armor, like Gemara says in Baba Basra. Shekozman Shayin Yisrael Nizofim. All the time that B'nai Yisrael were not talking to Hashem. Hashem was rejected them throughout the Midbar. Lo Nesiachin Adibah Moshe. So Moshe wasn't spoken to because they go together. The Emuna. And therefore it says, Rip Tzadok, we have to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but we also have to believe in ourselves. Right, as we've mentioned often, the thought of Moda'ani Lefanecha. We acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us breath, and at the end we say, Rabba Emuna Secha. Not Emuna, see, I'm I Emuna. Your Emuna, Rabba Emuna Secha. If you gave me another breath of life, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it must be that you believe in me. And therefore, I believe in myself. And I must have a purpose. And Hashem is an Asek with me. And therefore, Bitzadok says, that's part of the mitzvah, so to speak, of Emuna. Not only to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, We have to believe in ourselves. We have to make sure that we do everything we can. Because again, without that attitude, then we can't, uh, we can't have, we can't accomplish everything we need to accomplish. Moshe Rabbeinu was Anav Mikal Adam. But that doesn't mean he wasn't, uh, didn't know who he was. And he didn't know, you know, what he had to do. He was Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's, uh, that's what Rabbi Tzadok teaches us, uh, to believe in ourselves. Okay. One idea. Another idea. There is a story, I think we've quoted this in past Deshirim, but I don't know if we've ever quoted it from, uh, from the following. In the Sefer Lachsos Benoam Hashem, I think we've mentioned that a number of times, three sections in every parsha. He has stories, he has thoughts, and he has, uh, Divrei Musser. So we have one story and one thought from his Sefer, uh, this week. So he starts a story. There's a story about the Nodabi Yehuda, where the Nodabi Yehuda had a shaila, and others said, try to bring rayas, lakan, lakan, and the Nodabi Yehuda says, the answer is a mafurish pasik in our parsha. The chief rabbi of Prague, his vachu benehem, gedoli Yisrael, al What was the question? Tragic case, but this was the shaila. Two brothers, many years, you know, lived together with love and, and, um, achva and unity. And they were partners in business. They were partners in uh, many of their joint ventures. But, right, the Satan started dancing amongst them. 
Right? The Yitzhahara starts off and it's, it's, uh, it's not pretty. Partsu, Sechsuchim, Ketatos, Umerivos, there are fights, there are quarrels. Shagarmul appeared Gomer, they said, you know, the closest we were, that's as far away as, as we want to be. So far, one of them stood up and swore, I never want to see you again, I swear. I swear I never want to see you. The second ach, the second brother, once it reached that level, he realized he became depressed. I'm never going to see my brother again. He's never going to come to me. We hate each other so much. And he got sick. Reminds us of the story of Reish and Reb Yochanan. Reish Yochanan said something. Reish got depressed, got sick, got deathly ill, and and did not make it through the illness. And so to hear, the brother died. And the, and the brother, the remaining brother, was extremely, obviously, remorseful, very upset. He knew, he caused, he was at least half the problem. And, you know, what he did... He wanted to come to the Levaya. Could I at least come to my brother's Levaya? He wanted to ask Mechila from his brother. But is that called seeing my brother? Right? I made a shvua. I'm never going to see my brother. But he wanted to know to see his brother when his brother was not alive. Is that called seeing his brother? I want to go, but I can't violate my shvua. Right, he figured, ask the Rabbanim, you know, what do I do? And they all said, no problem. The, 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 the assumption was, what, if he knew that this Shvua would cause his brother, Rahman al-Islan, to, to, uh, to die, oh, he wouldn't have taken the Shvua. And I'll dot that I wouldn't be able to ask you mechila if I did something wrong. No way. Of course, just do hatara of the shvua and shalom al yisrael. He could go to levaya. Says the no to be Yehuda. When the shaila came to him, he doesn't have to get rid of the shvua. Doesn't have to get rid of the shvua. Who had died early? I mean, he was young at the time, so maybe he wasn't chief rabbi yet. It's a mafurish pasuk in chumash. Mafurish pasuk in chumash. So there are stories only like this about the greats, about the Vilna Gon, about the Nodabihuda, who bring rayas from Sukkim to answer questions when they're seven years old, or even a little bit older. So the, the Nodabihuda says, let me tell you, Moshe Amar Yisrael, Moshe says to B'nai Yisrael, Moshe says, don't worry, you're never going to see the Mitzrayim again. Don't worry, go into the water. If Hashem, Moshe says that, in the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's at least as strong as a Shvua. Right? I'll never, you'll never see them again. But what does the Pasuk say? Vayar Yisrael Mitzrayim, Mei they saw them. The Pasuk says, it's not even a Medrash. The Pasuk says they saw them washed up. Okay, the Rashi says they were nervous. Maybe they're coming out the other side. Somebody makes a Shvua or the reality of seeing someone does not include if they're not alive anymore. That's not called seeing them. Right? A part of a person is their life, is their mahus. The person passes on, that's, that's not seeing them, right? That's even, oh, I might add even more. Even maybe seeing them after a Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is not seeing them like they used to be. Right? In the days of old, right, the, uh, the Gemara tells us that they used to make a bracha if you didn't see somebody for a year. So the Marshal and that Gemara says, it wasn't mean a year, it means after Yom Noraim. Because who knows? Everything was on the line on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So now you're a different person. So if it's Mamish Mace, it's says the old Nod Behuda. It says it's Pasuk and Chumash. Right? Seeing somebody after they pass on, that is not a considered seeing. But somebody said, wait a minute. Maybe they just saw them, you know, in the water, right far away. Says the Nod Behuda, look in the Mechilta. 
Look in the Mechilta, look in the Midrashim, they saw the people who used to torture them. Right, they saw them, and therefore, there is no kasha on my pshat, says another Behuda. you don't need a Tarasadarim, he could go to his brother's Leviah. A little halacha in the Parshashir for the, uh, for the week. Okay, let's focus a little bit on the, uh, the main section of Parshas Peshalach, which of course is uh, Kriyas Yamsuf. Again, as we always mention, these parshias are the most jam-packed three-in-a-row parshas. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf, Maimad Harsinai. Three, 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 and then, um, and then Binyan Mishkan. Uh, obviously Mishpatim is a continuation of, of uh, Maimad Harsinai. The end of Mishpatim has Maimad Harsinai take two, and then Shuman Tetzavah gets into the, into the Mishkan. Simple question. Let's start off Az Yashir. If we were writing Az Yashir, we were writing, we were Moshe Rabbeinu. What would be the first details that we talk about? We've said Az Yashir many, many times in our life. But did we ever focus on what we talk about in Az Yashir? Az Yashir Moshe Ebenei Yisrael, Az Yashir Azos Lashem. Moshe Ebenei Yisrael starts singing. Vayomru Leymar and they say, Ashira Lashem ki ga'oga Hashem is awesome. What should be the first discussion? The first thing we talk about. What they see. Kriyas. Yamsuf. I think we mentioned two weeks ago the Rambam and the Pirish Mishnais and Pirkei Avos that sp- spoke about the ten miracles that happened at Kriyas Yamsuf. That it was twelve and it was dry and it was, but the Ikernase was the water. And yet we don't mention anything about the water. Sus v'rochvo Ramavayam. Okay, the horse and its and its horsemen Rama, that are thrown about in the sea. Ask the Tosefes Bracha, Rabbar Halevi Epstein. That could happen without a miracle too. Let's say you're on a horse and the horse runs into the water and starts going wild. The horse and the rider could drown. You don't need Kriyas Yamsuf for that. So why do we... It could be because of Kriyas Yamsuf, but it doesn't have to be. And then we talk about Hashem But where's the water? Later on we mention it. The water stands up, right in the middle. And then towards the end, then we get uh, pretty, pretty graphic. Hashem threw the water on them. It's like the last Pasuk should be the first Pasuk. You know, if you think about that, such a, such a simple Ha'ara. Okay, some might say, okay, but it's not as explicit as it could be. Because Baruch Hu does an amazing miracle. That's what we should say first. And yet it's not that way. Says the Tosefis Bracha. Source 3. Lepele. Ki petchilas. There are hidden nuggets that are in the Tosefis Bracha that we don't have in the, in the Torah Tamima. Same author. The Torah Tamima has smaller ideas based on expanding on the Chazals, of course, that he quotes in the Gemaras and the Midrashim that he uh, expands upon. But in the Tzavah's Bracha, that's where he has his essays. Says the Rebbech HaLevi Epstein, L'Pela, Ki betchilas divrei hashira al nisei Hashem al ayam hi niach milah hazkiras ha nisei yisodi v'hikari It left and didn't mention the main miracle. Machsheves hayam al paro brichbo farashav V'zachros arak lach ha-gemar hashira Ki vasus paro why? That's the open miracle. And instead he started with something. A rider getting thrown off its horse. What, there was never a horse and rider that ever died in the water? Without Kriyas Yamsuf? There are plenty. You fight a battle against the water. Or the, water the, the horse goes out of control. Maybe a horse is trying to cross the river. Trying to get across the river. He gets nervous. He starts jumping. Right? And, and uh, they, all, they all drown. That's not, nobody's in shock when they would hear that. Right, what is it? Sorry, it's a little cut off at the bottom. Right, what is it that Moshe Rabbeinu, why did he do it? Why did he do it in this way? The Afshalaparish, next page, maybe the following answer. Let's connect it to a Gemara in Sanhedrin that discusses <coughs> the first Pasuk. Oz Yashir, 
Az Yashir Moshe. Yashir is Lashon Asid. Al Halashon Az Yashir Vidiku Lamaksid Balashon Asid Veloaz Shar. He sang. The Gemara at the beginning of Chalik discusses this. Why Yashir? Because this is not just a Shira about what just happened. This is a Shira about the future. A Shira about the future, about future situations and events in Jewish history. Vine Yaduahu, line six. Right, the Gemara even says, Remes l'tchiasa mesa minatara. One of the Makoros is Az Yashir. Yaduahu, line six. Ki bedoros ha'asidim, in the future generations. Begalos Yisrael. Chadlu laharos nisim gluyim uboltim. As we know over the past thousands of years, there aren't nisim gluyim. There aren't open miracles. Virak nisim ka'ele as the Ramban spoke about at length at the end of last week's Parsha, the Ramban at the end of Parsha's bow, they're anisim all the time, but they're clothed and they're garbed in teva. There has never been a generation in the history of the Jewish people where we haven't had nisim like this. If somebody just has a discerning eye and an understanding heart, who the Yargish, they will see the fact that we are here. We will see the light. See the light. How many authors, right, going from Mark Twain to Lahavdil or of Yaakov Emden, right, who describe. That the greatest miracle in the history of the world and the language, fascinating, of Rav Yaakov Emden in his Siddur, the language is, greater than Kriyas Yamsuf, is the existence of Am Yisrael throughout the generations. A sheep among 70 wolves. That's the greatest miracle, says the Tosefes Bracha. That's exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to teach us. Right? Oz Yashir, Oz, all of the shiras, all of the songs, based on all the miracles that take place in the future... They're going to be the susferochfo ramavayam type of miracle. Yes, I'll talk about this amazing miracle in a couple of sukkim from now. But the yashir, right next to that puzzle, when I talk about all the future songs, we have to make sure we sing to Hashem yashir based on the susferochfo ramavayam miracles. The ones that can be interpreted as not a miracle. The ones that can be interpreted as, you know, these things happen. That's the remes. Yashir about that. The Ezeh, line 11. Ratza Moshe laha amisli Yisrael. Velor amezlahem, velor mozlahem. Kikasher yiru, doros, habayim, mikrim, vilgulgulim shonim. Bechai Yisrael, when we see the life of the Am Yisrael, the kiyumam ba'artzos galusam, and their existence throughout the years of Galus. And we might add, right, he didn't live, right? Uh, he, he was nifter in the 1930s, I think. Right? And now the existence of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. And that daily miracle. Lo yitlu es Never think for a moment that it is natural. It's because we have friends. You know, small f. No, no, no. We have a friend. We have a father. Capital F. Ki ga'im b'makor nisi ha'atuf v'tzafun b'mamushim tivim. Right? It is clothed and hidden. In, in uh, natural clothing. He showed them the emphasis. Again, it's something that we can think about every single morning. When we say, We're not talking about the water yet, because I woke up this morning, that's a miracle. Right? The, the existence of the Jewish people, that's a miracle. Everything we see is a miracle. That's Yashir. And we sing Shira about that as well. That's exactly the point. Because it could also happen The ikr of it and the message is bahashkacha, and that is what all of us have to recognize. And then he connects this to a thought that many say regarding the holiday of Purim. We're not Shloshim uh, Yom exactly. We have uh, about five weeks, but we're almost there. But says the Tosefes Bracha, VLP Biur Zer 23. 
right? If all the Moadim are Batel, there's a Chazal that says Purim will always be there. There's a Rambam that has a formulation like this, which the Ravid does not like, about Megillus Esther lo yibatel, compared to the other Nevi'im and Ksuvim. But says the uh, Chazal, Yimei Purim won't be battled, though the other Moadim will. Vinei Zepele, what does that mean? Purim? Purim is Drabanon. Purim doesn't even have Hashem's name in it, the Megillah. But may Yisron Gadol Kazel the Neis Purim, al Nisei Kol HaMoadim. Why is the nace of Purim any greater? He made Purim or any greater? Asher hofiu vehivriku bisgalos elokus. Pesach, the mon, the makos. Bekol inyonim, kriyas yamsuf. Shvuis, maimadar sinai. Right, the eish. They heard the roas hakolos. Sukis, ananei hakavid. Oh, unbelievable nisim. And dafka Purim? Dafka Purim is going to last? Baod asher hamaora bepurim nechsheves l'maaminim l'nace? Ulevilti b'aminim l'morativis? Right? Was it a miracle? Is it not a miracle? Depends who you ask. You can't say that about the Ananiya Kavit. Doesn't matter who you ask. The Ain Mofes Chotechi, Kolinyano, of our So Dafka that? So what's the answer? Its weakness is its strength. Exactly. Because it's not an open miracle. That's, that's what we have in our generations. That's what we have for thousands of years. You may have Purim Lo Yibatlu. Why? Because that's Jewish history. Jewish history isn't Yisias Mitzrayim. Jewish history is Sus Verochvo, Ramavayam. Ach, al ha'emes hadavar yashar v'nachon v'kayam. V'yeno senes, that's exactly the point. Ki ya'an sheneis purim, lo hayabo leifinira, b'galui le'en kol. Ach haya atuf b'levush tivi, he was covered. U'lu'umazen nise kol ha'moadim ha'yu nikarim la'kol, b'hech le'gomor. All the other nisim were nikar, b'hech le'gomor. L'chein, and that's why b'doros ha'boim, but that's only then. That's going to last forever, and that's the kavana of the medrash. An understanding of sus that we could take with us into our davening every single day. Okay, moving right along. A question that we've asked in the past, but we're going to ask it in a little different way this year. A little different way. We know the Aliyah of Az Yashir, the Aliyah of Kriyas Yamsuf, does not end on such a great note. Right? By the end of the Aliyah, we've already complained. Right? We're thirsty. Bitter water. And Hashem says, Ani Hashem Great. But it's like a downer, as we always mention. We can't even get to the end of the Aliyah without, you know, complaining. And we walk through days without water, without, uh, water and we were thirsty. Okay. But let's ask it another way. I understand why this Shabbos, Parshas B'Shalach, we have to lean to the end of the Aliyah. Because after all, this is, you know, the Parsha. You're going to have to lean it sometime. Not, you don't have to, you're going to, what, you're going to lean it the next Aliyah? What about Shvi Shal Pesach? Shvi Shal Pesach, we also lean to the end of it. So there, why can't we just finish after Kriyas Yamsuf? Right? We should end the Aliyah. At the, after Miriam sings, Sus period, and the Pazach of Aleph. What do we have to even mention? The whole Mara story. And they were thirsty, and they were bitter, and they complained, and we had to go Amayim. Just leave all, find, we have to, we have to finish the Aliyah this week. But what about Shvisha Pesach? What, what's the message? Is there a message here about continuing and reading those, and reading those Pesukim? So if you look in the Sefer we mentioned in the past, the Sefer on Agada from uh, Emmanuel Bernstein. So he says maybe, quotes, that uh, maybe the secret is that Gemara that we've mentioned very often that learns something out from those Psukim that we add on. Right? And, the, and the message that all mention, many mention, but to connect it right here. So what does the Gemara Bavakama tell us at the end of Parak Merubah? He quotes it in the English, but uh, we've discussed it in the past. They walked three days without water, and they were thirsty. What does the Gemara say? Ain Mayim el Torah. They went three days without Torah. They were thirsty, and that's where Moshe Rabbeinu was misakain. A Jew can't go three days without Torah. Monday, Thursday, Monday. Monday, Thursday, Shabbos. Monday, Thursday, Shabbos. At least every three days. Maybe more, but at least every three days, we have Kriyasa Torah. That's the Chazal on that Gemara. And we discussed in the past from Salvechik's uh, thought, they didn't even have the Torah yet, what were they thirsty for? Okay, but not for now. Says Rav Bernstein, what's the message of the fact that right after 
Kriyas Yamsuf, we complained. Simple. The effect of miracles don't last. The miraculous is not something that creates believers. No matter how much and how how uh, deep, and people think that if if there would be an open miracle, if if I would sin and God would sh- would have lightning come out of the no matter, I would believe. I would believe. Right in our day, 1967 didn't last so 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 much either. Right, Kriyas Yamsuf did not last. Maimon Harsinai did not last. The greatest miracles, right? Think to Sefer Melachim, Elio Bahar Carmel, right? The, right, Hashem Elokim, and they see the fire come down from Shemayim, and they, and they the, the water, and they, and they everything gets burned up, and the Nevi Abala are killed, and Elio Anavi is there. It didn't last. The next parak, Elio is already running for his life. All the amazing miracles. What's the message? If I'm not grounded in Torah, it's going to have no effect. If I'm not grounded as being an Eved Hashem, anchored in the values of Torah, the miracle will do nothing. As we see from all of these stories. Says of Bernstein, on line seven. I'm sorry, you see, with the dots are, there was like a line that was left out in the, in the, uh, there's a, a line missing, just on those two places where the lines are. Got the cut off in the, um, in the copy machine. The splitting of the Red Sea was one of the greatest miracles ever experienced by our people. One can only imagine the feelings of euphoria, elevation, inspiration. Right? What did Chazal say? Rasa, Shivcha Layama, Shalaroya, Cheskel Ben Buzi. Right? Greater than Mice and Merkava. Merging on the other side, the, the, the oppressors have been killed. How long did it last? Three days. Three days. The crucial lesson here, line 16, is that as uplifting as any event may be, that elevation is in danger of dissipating fairly swiftly if a person does not take steps to preserve it. Returning back to one's everyday concerns can serve to dull very quickly the inspiration one felt just a couple of days ago. So how do we make it last? Three days, what does Moshe do? Torah. That's why that finishes the Aliyah. To teach us that it's not the miracles that are going to go with us throughout history. Right? It's what we do with the miracles. And if we just take what we just spoke about, the hidden miracles. Right? It's what we do with it. Equally crucial to note is the measure which was introduced as the antidote to this dissipation. The institution of regular Torah learning. An elevating event comes from a place of elevated living, an experience which calls to a person to rise above his mundane concerns and lead to a meaningful and idealistic existence. Next paragraph. The study of Torah serves to keep a person connected to the elevated place where that event came from. The miracle came from above. Torah puts me above. It connects me to the source. Right? I can't just have the result of the miracle. I have to go back up to the source of the miracle. Torah connects me to that. It serves to maintain a consciousness that higher and godlier things are expected of him. Does not make any difference which area of Torah one may be studying. Doesn't matter what one does. But the daily routine, the importance of always being involved, or my friend at the last Yemashas discussed, do anything, Yomi. Anything, Yomi. Whatever it is, because that grounds us and that anchors us and that helps us take the effects of our inspiration and take it with us. Right? And now we get to the question that we said, line 42. Why does the Torah reading not end with the song of the sea itself? Undoubtedly the high point of that occasion. The answer is if we don't read those ensuing verses about how they complained within three days, we are in danger of losing the inspiration from reading about the crossing. They lost it and they went through it. We're just reading about it. You know, imagine how quickly that could dissipate. Right? The answer is, exactly, Talmud Torah. Torah anchors, and that's what we have to focus on. We read about their disconnect from the experience in order to ensure that we remain connected to it on the last lines. Um, that uh, You don't have that at the bottom. It's a little cut off, but he wrote, we read about their disconnect to be able to strengthen our connect. Okay, moving right along. Okay. Tezayin phase. Moving away from the Kriyas Yamsa for now, we move on to the story after and we talk about the man. 
We have descriptions of the month here and later in the Torah. And again, we don't ask properly. Right? The message of these parshias. Right? It's like we we try to instill these values in our children. You know, to ask properly. We want to give it to them, but we didn't do any better. Right? Vayilonu kol adas bnei Yisrael al Moshe al Aaron. It's pretty amazing. Right now we could even sense maybe what the four-fifths, you know, that died during Choshech were thinking. Right? Oh, the great Mitzrayim. They have some great restaurants there. Ah, oh, the Fleshic ones, especially. Right, right here. Amazing. Hashem says, Okay, they want it. I'll give it to them. And I'll give it to them. What's the purpose of the man? Not just to feed them, but to test them. And the question the Rishonim deal with is, what was the test? How was the man a test? It was food. How was it a test? We have Rashi, we have the Ramban, and we have the Arachayim HaKadosh. Says Rashi, Haman Anasenu, Hayelech Basarasi, Im Yishmeru Mitzvos Hatluyos Bo. Will they keep the mitzvos that are connected to the man? Shalom Yosiru Mimenu Velo Yetsu Bishabis Lokot. You know what the test is? There are a lot of halachas connected to the man. Right? You can't leave it over. You can't go out on Shabbos. That's the test. I'm giving them some, a specific context, a specific event with a lot of different halachas connected to it. And that'll be the test if they're able to follow all the halachas of the month. Okay. That's very limited if we would take that uh, approach. The, the Gurarye, we don't have it here, but he talks about that shot of Rashi. Uh, not for now. But the Ramban does not like it. He doesn't even explain why. Maybe he just says, and now in source number seven, I don't think that's true. Why? Because that's not, you don't give a test by, you test, use something to reflect on something else. You don't say, I'm gonna, this is, the man is the test to see if they follow halachas of the man. No, it sounds like something deeper. Says the Ramban. The Ramban says it here, and he also says it in, in, uh, Dvarim. I gave it to you in source number eight. Very similar. Where we have the repeat of Jewish history. Says the Ramban. It's much larger. Right, he quotes the Pasuk from Devarim. What the test was, they had no food with them. Every day, right, imagine. Imagine. I mean, it's hard for us to imagine. We know we have to make the kids lunch in the morning. We have to give them snacks. Imagine going to sleep with nothing in the cupboard, nothing in the fridge, and, you know, I hope Hashem fills it up overnight. Or else there's not gonna be, it's not gonna be pretty in the morning. Right? Empty every night. They went to sleep with nothing. That was the test. That was the test. It was a test of bitachon. Shalohayalabayadamazon. Velo yerulahem eitza bamidbar rakamon. Shalohayadamitchila. Velo yashamumayavosam. And they went out even without, they complained about it, yes, but that was a problem. But And they'll eat it and then they'll want more. And they went out. I know you went. This was the test. It was larger. Hashem could have taken us in a populated area. In a civilized area, in a settled area, but he didn't. Because it's all about, it's all about what he, what we felt in the state that we were in. And the Rabban says this also in, uh, in Dvarim, in source number eight. They went in, and every day, every day, there is a connected Gemara, not exactly the same. But the Gemara in Yuma, there's two blood at the end of Masechah's Yuma that talk all about the man. And there, the Talmidim of Rishon Bayechai ask him the great question. Source 9. Shalom Talmidim of Rishon Bayechai. Mipnei ma lo yarad lahem li Yisrael man pamachas pashana. Why did the man fall every day? Why did it fall every day? Why didn't it just fall once a year? 
Once a year, and there'll be a nace that it would last, that it wouldn't spoil. Right? Why did it happen? Did it have to fall every day? Says the I'll give you a mashal. A king, as we've said, almost every mashal is about a king or a rich and a poor man. So this one's about a king. Right? The king gave his son an allowance once a year. So the son came to see his father once a year. Because that's payday. When it's payday, I'll show up. Ahmad, he said, you know what? I'm changing. Ahmad, I'll give you what I need for today. And therefore, so he turned to his father every day. He only had what he needed for that day. Af Yisrael, beautiful Gemara. Misha Yeshlo Arba Vachamisha Banim. Whoever has a couple of kids. Hayadoeg Vaomer. Shema lo Yerid Manlamachar. Venimsu Kulan Mesim Barav. Every parent went to sleep wondering if they were going to die the next day. Maybe Hashem would not give them the man. Yesterday's results don't guarantee tomorrow's. Who knows if there's going to be man? So they went to sleep worried. And they needed to have bitachon. Nimsu kula machavnas libon l'avim shemashemayim. Hashem wanted that relationship, and exactly what the Ramban says: that bitachon that needed to be, needed to be instilled every day, and that was the test of the man. The test of the man, not just what Rashi says, the halachas of the man, but it's about bitachon. The Gemara gives two other answers: they should eat it when it's hot, which is strange. Hashem could have left it, kept it hot. For 40 years, he kept the lechem upon him hot, so the Mepharsh should talk about, you know, that miracle could have happened, or, they didn't want, to, didn't want them to have to schlep it, which is also, you could have made it not weigh anything. Okay, either way, the first answer is the most substantive. Number two. Number three. It's one line in the Arachayim. One line. One could expand upon this, but it's one line in the Arachayim HaKadosh, where the Arachayim says, Remember, the man does not have to be prepared. Whatever you think about it, tastes like, it's ready. And therefore, What's he saying? I want to give them everything they need and then see what they do during their free time. And then see, you know, what's... I'm going to give you the best. You know what the test is? The test is, so now what do you do? Right? You, and that's the Nisayon Ha-Ashirus. Right? Is the, is the Nisayon of opposite. And there are some Chazals that say it's a greater test than the Nisayon of, of Anius. And that really, if we think about, that's the test of our generation. Right? The Nisayon of the Mun. The Nisayon of a life of, of, um, take out food and microwaves and you know, plumbing and electricity, what more does the Kodesh Baruch have to give us? Right? And we have, and we should have so much more free time than any other generation in history. And yet, we have no free time. And we're even busier because we make ourselves crazy. And we don't have any, we don't have any free time. And any second that we've had a free time, we're looking at the phone. So what do we do with our free time? That's the test of this generation. Right? And he signed of the man. I said, I'm giving you everything you need. So now what do you do with it? Do we make free time to be able to use to serve HaKadosh Baruch Arachayim. So we have Rashi, we have the Ramban, and the Gemara and Yuma, and the Arachayim HaKadosh. Okay. Moving right along. Another question about the man. Ask the Chida. This is a little, also, back to the Lachos Ben Hashem, but this is in the Pninim section. Premium section, right? A, a question, it, it's a chidah type of question and a chidah type of answer, as the chidah says it. Rav Chaim Yossi David Azuloi says the, back in the uh, Sefer, the question that's asked by a number of commentaries, right? There is a halacha of a nene mi maisenisim, right? Not getting benefit from a nase. They talk about that in Hanukkah, right? Not using uh, miracle oil. And the Gemara, we know the Gemara tells us in Mesechus Tainus about the wife of Rabbi Chanina Medosa, right? She didn't want to get benefit. The leg comes out of, uh, comes out of heaven. The golden leg and the, and the bread, right? So, ain nanim maizanisim. So, so how were they able to, to get, use the money anyway? So the easiest answer, there are three answers given here. The easiest answer is pikuach nefesh. That's the only way God can give you food, so you better eat it, right? Pikuach nefesh is docha, ain nanim maizanisim. Okay. 
That's the second one. That's the middle one. But there's the other ones. It says the Chidah. Mon. Maisenisen. Rashi Tevas. What they say? Manhu. Very strange when they first came out. Manu. What does that mean? Manhu. What is it? Manhu. Says the Chidah. Maybe they're saying Maisenisen. Kilo Yadu Mahu. They didn't know if they're able to eat it. That's, that's what they were bothered by. They saw Hashem gave it to them. They figured that, but were they able to eat it? What's the answer? What's the answer after they say, Manhu? Moshe says to them, This is the bread. What's Hu Halechem? Hu Lechem. Halechem is always Heya specific Lechem. What's the Lechem? Again, Alderach Drush. This is the lechem Moshe Rabbeinu says that you're allowed to eat. Why are you allowed to eat it? What does the Medrash say? V'schar Avram Avinu. Sha'amar l'malachim. Bo'echa pas lechem. Avram Avinu gave lechem to the malachim. V'schar v'echa pas lechem. Zuch zachu l'man. They were zocha to the man through that. He doesn't ex- explicate it, but one might say, if the angels were allowed to eat human food, then humans were able to eat angel food. Maybe that's the mita connected mita that it's okay because this is connecting to that event where the lines were blurred between heaven and earth. So here too, the lines can be blurred between heaven and earth. One idea of the chida. Then he quotes the pikuach nefesh idea. And then he quotes a third idea here in the sefer. Interesting that we know the Mishnah tells us in Perkei Avos there were certain items that were created bein hashmashos. The last few moments of my sabrashos, one of them being the man. So the man is already part of my sabratius. So is that miraculous? Hashem already put it into the Bria. Hashem pre-programmed it. We just didn't see it till now. But the man's already there. All of those. P-A-R-S, P-A-B-E-R, the Keshes. Right, the, the, the ground opening up, it was already pre-programmed. The Rambam on that Mishra has a lot to say about this. But maybe it's not my Sanisim, according to that idea. Okay, that's the... Uh, Three ideas about Ein, Nen, and Mimaisa, Nisim. Let's get to two more ideas. Two more ideas. Let's, I want to make sure we get to the last one. So let's do that. And then if we have time, we'll come back to Rav Schwab in source number uh, 11. Let's skip that for a moment. Let's go to the Ber Yosef. This is a Ber Yosef for the ages. It is classic. It is so straightforward. And after, it's one of those, sometimes when you hear an answer, and then you're like, yeah, that's pretty obvious. So this is one of those. I don't know why we've never mentioned it before. Okay, we have to get to it. Ten years, but here it is. Says the Bear Yosef, five questions on the story of Amalek. Five questions. The last section of the Parsha, the story of Amalek. Five questions. Parsha Zoo, I give you the whole piece. Source number 12. Parsha Zoo, Stuma Verabubah Dikdukim. Question one. Question one, why did Moshe not do it himself? He fought Sichon and Og himself. He fought all the other battles himself. So why not this one? Why did Moshe take to stand on the sidelines? Question one. Question two. Matam ala Moshe la Dafka. Right, why Moshe go to the top of the mountain? What, he's going to daven there? You go to the lowest spot to daven. Right, some shuls have the chazan spot in the lowest place. So why did Moshe go at all, and why did he go up the mountain? Number three. What was the purpose of the staff? It didn't do anything with it. He held it up. He put it down. What did he take the mata for? Three. Four. This is the only war that we have in all of Tanakh described as it is. Right, but Israel winning. Amalek's winning. But Israel winning. Amalek's winning. Hands up. Hands down. What kind of war is this? You want, you win, it's like, it's like a close game. Right? It keeps, the, the lead keeps changing. 
It's a battlefield. You know, why is this, the, why is this described like that? Palm Gavar Yisrael, Palm Gavar Amalek. And finally, line 14. Right? Moshe couldn't hold up his own hands. He needed Aaron and Chur. Anybody remember the Pasuk in Zosah Bracha? Moshe Rabbeinu did not slow down at all. Lo he was strong, he was full of life. He had Chius at 120. And what about now? What, he got stronger? Here he's 80, right? 81, first year out. Right? So why was he so weak? Why couldn't he hold his hands up? This is Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? He didn't eat for 120 days when he was on Harsinai. Right? He built the Mishkan. He killed Og. Remember, he jumped up. He threw the mountain. Right? What's going on here? What's happening? So it's one secret. It's just one point, And all the questions are answered. And it's an idea that we know, but we never thought about it in this context. Rashi quotes it bekitzer. Right, but Israel were weak. They were ruffled Yedeim from Torah and Mitzvos. What happens, right? And Rashi quotes the mashal. Remember, 31. A man had a son. He puts him on his shoulders. He said, Abba, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? Then all of a sudden he says, Oh, where's your father? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you have no idea? I've done everything for you. Oh, he throws him off his shoulders. Okay, now now see if uh, you remember. I give you everything. You don't know who your father is? I'll throw you down and the, the dog will run after you. You'll see if uh, you're forgotten. Hashem surrounded them with the Anani Akavit and with the Mun and with everything they needed. With everything they needed. And they're still questioning? They're questioning? What These so unbelievable miracles. What kind of questions did they have? Here it is. The problem was that they believed it was from Moshe. They believed that Moshe was the source. They were roughly a dime and a Kaddish Baruch they believed it from Moshe, or maybe not even Moshe, but also from his magic wand, from his magic mate. Moshe in this Muhammad, and a Kaddish Baruch also orchestrated it. We had to do something to prove to Am Yisrael that it's not Moshe, it had to be so clear in the public's eye that it was up to them and their actions vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Nothing to do with Moshe, nothing to do with the staff. What did Moshe do? He went to the highest point in the whole area so everybody could see him. And see, he's doing nothing. Take the mate. See, it's nothing. See, he puts his hands down. Meaning, but Israel are not looking up to Shemayim. They lose. Up, they're focusing on Hashem. They win. Because that's the message that they needed to hear. The message they needed to hear, in contrast to, and he says, and we'll read this inside in a second, in contrast to, Amalek, how was Amalek described? What do we need to know that detail for? What do we need to know that detail for? What does Chazal say? Because Amalek saw all the events and they did not recognize the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Right, they were the anti-Hashkacha nation. That's exactly was the problem of Ma'am Yisrael. That's Mida Kneged Mida. Dafka Amalek has to come and attack them because they were the ones that didn't recognize Hashem. Hashem says, you don't recognize Hashem either? Okay, you'll fight them. You'll fight them and you'll see. It's not Moshe. It's up to your actions. Your actions. They came to Moshe, right? Lama Zeli Sonami Mitzrayim Bechulu. Line 40 on the left side. To be motzi from their hearts. He takes the mate. He goes to a high place. It goes up and down. His arms are weak. All the questions to prove to them that it's not Moshe. Depends on their hiskarvus and his dabkus. 
And what does Moshe say? Look, everybody, I'm here. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to fight for you. I'm not going in. I'm not giving you the mate. You got to fight without the mate. You got to fight without me. And that's the only way you'll realize. It's the only way you'll realize turning over. And that's the message of, of all of it. And it goes through the psukim. It goes through the psukim, um, relating. And that's why Aaron, Aaron also, Aaron didn't participate. Right? Aaron went, all of the magical, um, ideas that he feels are, uh, Aaron. And that's, that's how they win the war. What does Moshe do after the war? What does Moshe do? He built a Mizbeach. What does he call the Mizbeach? Vayiven Moshe Mizbeach, Vayikra Shmo, Hashem Nisi. What's the emphasis? This Mohammed proves that it's not me. Klomar on the left side. Hashem is the miracle worker. Nobody. We're weak in the presence of God. They're all, uh, it's all them, and that's, it's Dafka. A Malik that comes, he continues, and you cannot have any Pachad. You have to recognize Akadosh Baruch Hu is the one that is the source of, of it all. And that's why he even notes Right, according to the Deya, right, different Deyas in Zvachim, Kuftav Zayin, right, next week's parasha, Yisra, what did Yisro hear? What did Yisro hear? So some say, Maimon Arsinai. Okay, that's something. Some say, Kriyas Yamsuf. That's pretty big. Some say, Melchemes Amalek. How is that so inspiring? Melchemes Amalek. Out of all the events, that's what inspires Yisro? Yeah, because word got out that it wasn't Moshe. And it wasn't the Mateh. It was Am Yisrael's connection to Hashem. Yisrael hears about that. He says, I have to be part of these people. I have to go out. I have to be connected. I have to, I have to join them because that's, that's something amazing and that's something that is, uh, remarkable. Okay. So we'll have to stop here and, uh, by the Hashem, we will, uh, we'll get to Rav Schwab uh, at another time. Rav Schwab talks about, just to mention, what does it mean, Zechira, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Right? How, what does it mean to, that Hashem remembers something? There's no forgetting, there's no remembering. We want our Maisim to be remembered in front of Kaddish Baruch Hu, Right? So what exactly does that mean? So that's his, uh, discussion. What does it mean, Zechroneinu? And we say it in, uh, Yalaviyavo. Right? That's the discussion of Rav Pam, uh, Rav Shwab. We'll have to get that, uh, another time. Okay, we'll stop here, but Hashem, we will continue.